Welcome to the Pursuit of Now podcast. I'm Chase. And I'm Katrina. And let the pursuit begin. And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We love to have you. This is the Wednesday night edition of the podcast. It feels really weird because we always record this on Saturday morning. Yeah, and we're doing a Wednesday night cast. So a little different. It feels a little bare without my white mocha with me. It's a little uncomfortable. It feels very sad. Yeah, it is very sad. I kind of have my, um, what do you call your cup? Your emotional support cup? Oh, my emotional support water bottle? Yeah, that's how I feel with my white mocha. It's like my emotional support white mocha. Yeah, it's like a warm hug. Yeah, Like exactly. Olaf. And I don't have that with me right now. And it's kind of making me sad. But what we do have is our Pursuit of Now mugs from mm-hmm. our friends. And we've, well, I filled them with a fun drink, um, LaCroix, mm-hmm. key lime flavor. And, and I just have water. You just have water, but you also replaced your coffee with a little energy drink. Got a little Celsius action going. Which is extremely strange to me because it is 5 p.m. Yeah, no sleep No for sleep. me tonight. No <laughs> sleep till. Burr, burr. Yeah. <laughs> burr, burr. Oh, yeah. So, so that's just how it is. I'm drinking this sparkling kiwi guava. Yeah, honestly. Celsius. I'm impressed that you're drinking, like that you just drank that because I would 100% not be sleeping tonight. Oh, yeah. This late in the game, but. Oh, definitely not. But you know, when you have to record a podcast, you just do what you have to do. You got to do what you got to do around here, folks. So we're keeping our promise because we want to put out 52 podcasts this year. And so we got a busy weekend ahead. So we're here. We're knocking it out during the weekdays. Indeed. And speaking of keeping promises. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? We are talking about self-confidence. How to be self-confident. We have six amazing tips here to improve Did your you self-confidence. Did you say how to build self, how to be self-confidence? Did I? Yeah. How do you be self-confidence? No, I said how to build, how to build self-confidence. Is that what you said? Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're gonna listen back to this, and I guess we'll find out. We gonna find out, babe. I was in a flow. We're gonna teach you how to be self confidence. How to build confidence in yourself. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's what we're gonna be doing today, and we're just kind of keeping the train rolling for the mental health topic. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just seems relevant right now, and like we said last time, like we're kind of feeling inspired to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think our last one did did really well. Um, a lot of people were, were tuning into that one, so yeah, uh, I we think had, it's a topic on a lot, of, a lot of people's minds. So Yeah, we had the same amount of views in the first couple of days that we did f- for like the whole time the last couple. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we were like, oh, well, maybe this is super relatable, or maybe like this is something that people actually like want to hear about yeah absolutely and so. i like talking about it yeah i, I do like too. i like talking about it i think it's good yeah i i like the topic as well so um building self-confidence but before we get into that there's one thing that we got to do which we're midweek right now so this is a little odd 
Mm-hmm. But we're just going to have to work through it the best we can. And I haven't even thought about mine yet. And that is being grateful, thankful, and blessed. And what has brought us joy this week? Treen, can you please go first? Because I have not thought about this at oh, all. Oh, I can tell you right off the top of my head what's brought me joy. Really? We had a snow day today. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That brought me extreme joy. I feel like the perfect work week would be like four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, have Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday. You would go Wednesday off if you had to choose? Yes. Yeah. Because you get like a little break midweek and I think it would be a really good time to like get the things, get the tasks done that you need to complete and then you have two days, two full days over the weekend to do like all of your alone time activities that bring you joy and your social activities. Yeah. And then Wednesday could be like your day to get it done, like do all the cleaning and stuff like that. I got you. I'll probably still choose Friday though. Mm. Or Monday. I don't know. Monday would be nice. Yeah, but then Tuesday would just be our new Monday, right? Yeah, but Tuesday is actually scientifically the worst day of the week, I think. Mm. You know? Because Monday, it's like, okay, we're just getting the ball rolling on the week. You know, let's get going. Wednesday, it's like, okay, we're halfway through the week, like, getting over the hump. Uh Thursday is like, okay, we're pretty much at Friday now. Uh We're on the back end, and then, of course, Friday's Friday. Tuesday's just like, eh. I feel like I feel the most motivated on Thursdays. Thursday's your day? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, crap, I got to get all this stuff done because tomorrow's Friday, and then, like halfway through friday i'm like the week's over yep. <laughs> it's a wash <laughs> you know yep. what i mean yeah but anyways when you were saying that all i could think about was i wear this on monday wear this on tuesday Dude. i don't know this song it was a it was a tiktok trend oh it was anyways that's probably why i don't know it chase stop procrastinating hey can you can you get that out of the tell us your small moment of joy that over our train had a bunch of stuff in our in our shot here. Can't be doing that. That was really YouTube. important to interrupt me. Yeah, it was. Sorry about that. Um, sorry about technical, that. We had a little little technical, technical difficulties, difficulties on the podcast. Chase, um, please put stuff in our shot. Chase, please stop procrastinating and tell us your small moment of joy. Are you doing good today? How you feeling? Am doing I good? doing good? Yeah. Too? You used to do that all the time. You doing good? I'm doing fine. Chase used what to... What are you looking forward to tomorrow, you think? Chase used to literally, like, see how long he could keep somebody on the phone. Oh, yeah. That's the best. You, you try that out. Next and time so, somebody, you want to talk to somebody on the phone. Yeah, like, the conversation would be naturally ending. And then he would be like, hey, um, how are you doing? And then he would just keep coming up with like all these different questions until they're like, okay, got to go. Yeah. But the key is, is you got to make them think like the phone calls about to end and then you got to like ask another question, but you can't be super obvious with it. But it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to, to catching up with you. And then just like, Oh, also like, what are you doing this weekend? And then you just kind of keep, you know, <laughs> keep them on the teeter we're about to hang up and then you just bring the conversation right back to them and then just see how long you can hold them there that's a good time that reminds me of (laughs) that reminds me of when i first met your brother really (laughs) yeah what happened (laughs) because you told me to pull a prank on him Mm -hmm. and you said 
hey, ask my brother for a drink of his drink. Yeah. Like he like not a drink that he drank out of just like he just opens a drink like we were watching him. Uh huh. And as soon as he got a Dr. Pepper, I said, hey, can I have a drink of that? <laughs> literally first time meeting my family. <laughs> Li- yeah, literally. Chase, <clears throat> you gave me the courage. Yeah. And I said, can I have a drink of that? And he said, gave me a weird look like, oh, excuse me. Like, what are you talking about? And then I just slam it. Yeah. <laughs> she finished the drink. Got to finish the joke. I actually don't think I even finished the whole thing. But just me attempting was pretty funny yeah it was pretty funny and then instant approval boom yeah yeah i, I like it was to, hilarious i like to think so yeah trine <laughs> trine had to build herself confidence to I show did. up to the family gathering and then drink all my brother's drink right in front of them yeah so if you want to play a joke on somebody uh, oh a cereal's a good one too doesn't it? somebody used to do that to you was it yeah it my was, brother used it to was s- your brother yeah yeah that was the whole thing yeah that's why it all started, because he, he did that to me as a child and ruined my self-conduct. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. And he said... <laughs> I'm just kidding. He would say, can I have a body of cereal and then finish it? Yeah, was it yeah. cereal? Yeah, it was always cereal. Like, we'd mm-hmm. make a fresh bowl of cereal, um, Captain Crunch usually, and then he'd be like, oh, hey, can I have a bite of that? And then he would just walk off with it and oh. eat the rest of it. <laughs> and wow. same with any drink. Like, you would just open up, like, a pop or something, and then... You'd be like, oh, can I have a drink of that? And then, like, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then he just, he would literally just slam the entire pop right in front of you. And then just be like, thanks. And then walk off. Yeah. So upon meeting Chase's whole family, Chase challenged me to do that. Yeah. And you pulled through. And how could I say no? Yeah. You pulled through. Uh, Looking back, though, like, I feel like now, like who I am now, I would never do that. Yeah. I would not have the guts to do that. It's risky. That's so weird. Yeah, but it was awesome. And I think it was a Mountain Dew, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been. I don't think you can chug Dr. Pepper. I don't see how Dr. Pepper is a little rough going down. Mountain Dew is a little smoother, I feel like. You might be able to chug it, but... Yeah, I don't see how you could chug anything, personally. True. But, anyways, do you have a small moment of joy? Um, uh, so what are we talking about again today? Okay, how about if you think of something, you can bring it up throughout the podcast, and yeah. you have you have a pass to just cut off any topic and just say, hey, small Ooh, moment I of joy. I built a bed frame. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was good, because we finally made some upgrades to our room, and I put together our bed frame, and uh, it felt really good to to have our new bed frame together. Yeah. How exciting. Well, last week, your small moment of joy was our uh end tables yeah or the end table bed tables what are those called yeah, i think either one's fine okay anyways that was your moment of joy last week so yes yeah. so yeah now we got a nice bed frame and it feels good and i feel like we're full-on adults now we have bed frame yeah <laughs> yeah we worked hard that night yeah we did that was just monday it's wednesday so wow yeah, it is weird to record this on a Wednesday. Yeah, it does feel really weird, but um, it's all good. But uh, yeah, put together a bed frame, and so that was awesome. Um, and now I'm trying to think of well, I'm trying to think if I have anything else. Um, I'm grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful that uh, you you cleaned up around here today. You had your snow day, so 
Trina, anytime she has like a day off, she just spends the whole day just being productive and like cleaning and everything else. Uh, so I always appreciate that because I love a clean, a clean apartment. Yeah, me too. Thank you. I appreciate that I had time to um, do it because after Friday, Friday after work, we are hitting the road and we're going to be gone yep. most of the weekend. Yep. All weekend. So, um, but yeah, and I'm also grateful for those tortilla chips that you learned how to make in the air fryer. Oh Boom. yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, if you didn't know, just cut a flour tortilla into fours spray them with olive oil, put some salt on them, and then put those in the air fryer for six minutes at 350, flip halfway through. 350. Boom. Tortilla chips. Tortilla chips right there, and they are delicious. Yeah, they're really good, good. and we always have leftover tortillas, so. Oh, yeah, so grateful for that. I'm grateful for that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what an interesting grateful session. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Should we get into the topic already, do you think? (laughs) I think so. Okay. So, like I said... Let's get into it. (laughs) Like I said, we have six tips for you today. Oh, we got six now. And let's start with the definition that I found um, on Google. Yeah, can you tell me what self-confidence is? I have no clue. Yes, it is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. Nice. Exactly. So... Let's just, what do, what, do, what are we going to do? Let's just right dive in. right in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We so should start saying that at the same time. Okay. So ready? You want to go through? Wait, yeah. you want to count it down or wait, I want to count it down. Let's. Wait, hold, hold you just on. say it with me. Can you give me a countdown first so I know when we're going to start? No, because I have to say let's. Okay. All right. Ready? Let's, let's dive, dive right in. But um I okay. like it. That was good. We're going to work on it. I feel like we're really annoying on this podcast <laughs> episode. We're just having a good time on this podcast episode. Oh, it's Talking Wednesday. Talking about self-confidence. It's Wednesday. What are you going to do? Life is good. Life so, ribs. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, number one. Do you want to do number one? Because it's kind of your tip and it's long. For sure. I can't so, read that long. Tip number one is to get out of your comfort zone. So we all have things that fall into our comfort zone category. And then there's things outside of that that are like seemingly scary or something that we normally wouldn't do because maybe we don't think we can do it. So the tip, tip number one is to challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone and prove to yourself that you can do something that you perceive as something that would be challenging for you. So a good example of this is I used to think I could never master driving in the city. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I grew up in a town with two stoplights. And I just didn't have the skills. And that had never been introduced to me um, only, you know, a few times. And so I just thought it was the scariest thing ever. I was not confident in my driving Um, and when you're not confident in something, when something's out of your comfort zone, you can do one, you can do one of two things. You can do avoid it and like never do that thing and never challenge yourself. And then Mm -hmm. driving's always going to be scary to you. (laughs) Oh yeah. And you're always going to be like, oh, well I'll never do that because I can't do that. Or 
you can challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone and do that hard thing anyways. And then over time, you're going to feel so much more comfortable with it. And then you're going to be like, what the heck was I even worried about? Right. Because that's how I feel now. Now I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Cruising on a four lane highway. Ain't nothing. Oh, yeah. Pull over. Skirt, skirt. Boom. And I used to be shaking like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Train used to have some pretty bad driving anxiety for sure. Yeah. And I think you went the avoidance route for a little bit. Oh, 100% and it kinda, I did. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to talk about that, but um, yeah, you definitely went down the avoidance rabbit hole. And then it, if I'm remembering correctly, it even got worse from when you started avoiding it. Exactly. So that's like another thing, like the number one tip. And this kind of goes into like something that makes you feel anxious, like a social situation or whatever makes whatever makes you feel anxious. Right. Or something that is challenging to you. If you avoid it, you are only going to make your problem worse. Oh, yeah. Because if you just go into it, then, like I said, over time, you're going to start becoming comfortable with it and your brain is going to realize, wait, this isn't a threat to me. I, I can do this. I can get through this successfully. And it's not, it's not as scary as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And that, my friends, is called exposure therapy. <laughs> Boom. Um, no, but for real. Um, it's not exactly exposure therapy, but it's like kind of like that concept. Yeah, same concept. You know, you're, you had a fear of driving. Then you kind of slowly just started working at it and working at it. And a lot of it was because you put yourself in a position where you had to drive. So you had no choice. Like you could yeah. not back out of it because you, um, was it going to school was your first? Yeah, it was my, yeah, yeah it was my internship. Yep. Going to your internship. <laughs> so, uh, you Something. had to get to your internship obviously. And that required driving. Yeah. You know. And, in like in that moment in that season of my life, like, my internship and what I wanted to do like with my life, that was more important. It became more important than my fear and like what was holding me back. I'm like, look, if I want to achieve this, if I want to make an impact on people's lives, if that's what I want to do, then I have to figure out how I'm going to get through this and how I'm going to get comfortable with driving. Yeah. Like it was just kind of like something that I had to do, but it's, it's hard to do that because it would be easy to just be like, eh, yeah, no. <laughs> yep. No career for me. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Chase, I've talked a lot. What is something that you have challenged yourself by, like something that was out of your comfort zone, and then you challenge yourself to do mm. it, and then you prove to yourself that, wait, I can actually do that. Like, I was totally psyching myself out. Yeah. Or I can learn to do that. Because if I fail at that, that's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Exactly. So go ahead. What's... Um, I think for me, like I've had a lot of examples of this, but I think speaking in front of people is a big one, uh, public speaking. So, um, just so you all know, like I had the worst self-confidence for a long time, like majority of my life, I've always lacked confidence. And I think everything that I tried to do was in an effort to gain self-confidence. But like, if I would have you know, told myself at like 17 or 18 that we would have like a podcast and be doing this, putting ourselves out there. I'm like, no way. Like, There's no way that you could gain the confidence to even just do something like this. So 
Um, but yeah, speaking especially uh, was tough. Uh, but one thing that I realized is, like, once I got up there, I was I was totally fine. I was actually like naturally pretty decent at public speaking and um, could always like throw a joke in there and be witty or whatever the case is. Uh, but I always kind of struggled with that and having the confidence to get up there. But as soon as I did, it's just something clicked and it just kind of worked. And then just exposing yourself over and over and over again, because you can't really get through college a lot of it without, you know, doing a, a bit of public speaking. So uh, there's that. Obviously, self-confidence to go to the gym to start out was rough because I was a very scrawny kid. So I was like, scared of what people might think of me like oh I'm not very strong like I can't lift that much weight what are people gonna think and see and I and I think a lot of people you know probably have similar feelings about that so uh, but again you know you just got to go anyways got to expose yourself to it you got to remember like this is for me this isn't for anybody else and if anybody is judging me well you know they must not have self-confidence in themselves because there's two ways to build the biggest skyscraper in town, Trine. Do you want to know how? How? <laughs> <laughs> the first way. Do you say skyscraper? Yeah. Okay, dope. Yeah. Go ahead. You like it? Yeah. Or building, skyscraper or building. There's two ways, folks. First way is you can work super hard and build your the best, the biggest building that you can build through hard work and dedication and mountains and lions. Or you can tear everybody else's building down. Mm. yeah that's right you like that choose one that's interesting yeah so Hmm. i think that the latter is the best way obviously so you know if anybody's judging you or whatever the case is they're probably just having issues with themselves they're trying to break your building down so that they can have the tallest building you like that analogy i love that yeah and going off of that when we're building a house we don't do it all in one day. Yeah. We do it with little experiences and little challenges. Small and, steps. And soon enough, you're going to start, you know, building your foundation of self-confidence. Yep. And then and then hopefully, you know, with the aspiration that one day you're going to have a whole house. Yeah. And then no matter what comes your way, what failures you have, you will still have that house built. You'll always have that strong foundation. Yeah. I hope that made sense. Yeah, it did. <laughs> that made lots of sense. Snaps. Snaps. Okay. Well, so yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Step yeah. number one, because when you do get out of your comfort zone, uh, you show yourself, hey, I can do this thing that I'm nervous about and I'm scared of. I can do it. I can accomplish it. Everything that I thought in my head would happen as worst case scenario actually didn't end up happening. And so now I have confidence in myself to go out there and be able to do this again. And then you become more comfortable with it. And then, boom, you're more successful. You're maybe over uh, some of that anxiety it was causing you. And you can move on to the next thing. Exactly. And if you fail at that thing that you are trying to challenge challenge yourself (laughs) with, (laughs) like, it's not a failure because you're growing from that experience and you, you at least know. Yeah. Like, for example, like this podcast, like if for some reason we hate it in a year... I'm not going to regret trying it Yeah. because, well, we know, and we tried that. And that's pretty cool that you at least stepped out of your comfort zone enough to try something that 
kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't don't fear the failure, folks. Yeah, and it's that's part like, of the process. That's like harder. That's like easier said than done. Yeah. Do you think when babies start walking and they fall down, you think they just decide, "I'm gonna quit walking"? <laughs> no, they don't. They just get up and they just keep trying to walk and walk and walk. And the next thing you know, they're good at it. Yeah. You what get you knocked down, that? but you get up, you get up again. Yeah. Man, I'm really. Uh, I get knocked down. Yeah. And I get up again. You ain't ever going to keep me down. There you go. You like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. We are killing it with the songs today and the baby references, the building references. Mm-hmm. We're on one. I hope people are following us. Like, yeah. in their mind. Right. Like, understanding what we're saying. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> I, d- I, have no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, normally I have a lot of caffeine going. You know, it's like a morning brain. Words are flowing through me. It's a little different. It's a little different energy. In the evening. I'm feeling good, though, but let's move on to number two. Okay. Keeping the ball rolling. And this is the most important tip for building confidence, in my opinion. And that is... You got to keep the promises that you make to yourself. What are some examples of promises that like somebody would make to themselves? Yeah. Well, you guys already know this because I talk about it every single podcast, but it's like, okay, you know, I want to go to the gym three times per week and I'm going to do it and I'm going to show up. I'm going to go to the gym, work on my health. And then you're just keeping that promise that you make to yourself. And you do go to the gym three times per week and you don't let down on that. And you do that for a year, two years. Like that is all just building the confidence in yourself because you are keeping the promises you make to yourself. Because if you don't, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym three times per week. I'm excited. Um, I'm not going to give up. And then, you know, you started letting yourself down. You know, you don't go to the gym a couple times and then you're just not you're continuing to not follow through with what you say you're going to do, then you, you know, you start to have those intruding thoughts come in your head. Oh, I'm lazy. Um, I'm not motivated, you know, and you kind of get some of that negative self-talk and which can lead to even more, um, even less self-confidence. Yeah, for sure. And I like to think of it as like, Self-confidence is like having trust in yourself. And I think of it as like how we learn to trust other people. So um, Brene Brown, (laughs) amazing researcher, social worker, okay. She has given a lot of TED Talks and whatnot. And in one of her TED Talks, she talks about how, like an analogy of how people build trust in one another. And she uses the analogy of a marble jar And trust is built in like those small instances that people are, you know, they're there for you or they keep their word with you or they keep a secret that you told them not to share. Like every time they do those little things, they save a seat for you. You get another marble in your in their marble jar. So you build trust and it could go back down. Maybe they do something that's not very kind or something. I don't know. And it might go down. But why I'm bringing this up is the the same way that you build trust in other people, you build trust in yourself, which in turn builds your self-confidence. 
So just like the little things that people do makes you trust them, the little promises, the little things that you tell yourself makes you trust yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And it can be the smallest thing, too. Like if you're working on this process of building self-confidence, make yourself small goals every day that you promise yourself you're going to do. So maybe it is I'm not going to hit snooze as often in the morning. Usually, <laughs> you know, my my alarm clock goes off at seven. I'm going to get up at seven and just keeping that promise that you make to yourself and showing yourself I can do this. I can stick to what I'm saying I'm going to do. Yeah. And I even think about this, too, like an example that people might relate to would be like in the workplace. So mm. if you say like for me, I write a to do list every day. And yep. I'm going to be honest, it takes a toll on me if I'm con- if I'm like consistently not getting those things done, because like in my head, well, I wrote the to do list because that's what I wanted to achieve for the day. And so when I'm not able to achieve that for whatever reason, I'm like low key, like kind of beating myself up because I'm like, why didn't I do that? Like I said I was going to do that. Why didn't I do that? And yeah. it's because like if you keep doing that over time, you're going to start to learn like you don't trust yourself because you don't do the things that you say you're going to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can relate to that quite a bit with the to-do list thing. And that's why we talked about on last podcast, you know, focus on the top three priorities that you have, stick to getting those done and follow through with it. Um, You know, and you can always start small and, and work your way up but again, that is a great way to start building self-confidence. You got to keep the promises you make to yourself. There you go. Boom. Tip number three. Buy an air fryer. What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all you got to do, you got to buy an air fryer and then you'll be able to make these amazing chips that Trini's been making. And then you feed everybody and everyone's happy and they're like, oh my gosh, how did you make these amazing chips? With this this guac and salsa, and then next thing you know, everybody loves you, and it's all good. You really like those chips, don't you? Yeah, I thought they were really good. You keep bringing them up. I think I yeah, I think I brought them up a lot. I like that. Yeah, but I like they're that you good. like that. But yeah, air fryer. Oh my gosh, you can make some awesome wings in there. You can reheat pizza in there. It's always good. Like day two pizza in the air fryer, boom! It like revives it. Let's see, um, spaghetti, meatloaf. Yeah. We've never tried either one of those in the air fryer. Absolutely I think about not. It. But, you know, get you an air fryer. It's the key to confidence and cooking confidence. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you want to give the, <laughs> the real third reason? Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Well, I just, I looked over in the corner of, the eye, of my eye and I seen the air fryer. And I was like, ooh, this brings me a lot of confidence. And you were like, air fryer. (laughs) I panicked. (laughs) Okay. Tip number three. We have them written down here, Chase. Stick to the the outline. Yeah. Stick to the status quo. Mm -hmm. So anyway. So anyways. Number three. Number three. Were you going to say it or you were going to let me do it? No, you do it. Okay. So number three is... Pay attention to how you talk to yourself. Positive self-talk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 
And I think that, I don't know, I feel like this one is super underrated sometimes because people are like, okay, yeah, like that's going to work. But I mean, it really does. And I mean, it kind of goes the other way too. Like if you're constantly saying like negative things about yourself, that's, it's going to have an impact on your self-esteem. It's going to have an impact on how you feel about yourself. Whether yeah. you know it consciously or not, it will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think what we're meaning by this is like looking at yourself in the mirror every day and and saying like goofy affirmations. I am beautiful. Yeah. I am brave. I am strong. Yeah. You know, and if you do that, all good. And that works for you. Great. Um but we're not really alluding to that, but it more so goes back to when you're not following through and some of that negative self-talk creeps up on all of us and how you kind of respond to that and how you treat yourself. And I know for me too, sometimes I can be my own worst enemy when it comes to things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just part of like having really high standards for yourself is like when you're not meeting this high standard that you set for yourself it can you can kind of get in the negative self-talk and start going down a really bad road. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's good just to, you know, sit back and kind of, um, you know, think through all the things that you have accomplished and how far that you've come in your life. And like, it's okay to sit and kind of bask in that a little bit and realize how far you've come. Um, because you're awesome, you know, and you're enough. And sometimes we get so caught up in like, well, I didn't hit this thing and I didn't do this and man, I'm so lazy and unmotivated and I don't have an air fryer. And then <laughs> Chase just can't like keep something and serious. Then, he has to then, like throw something in there. Yeah. So, you know, you're enough <laughs> and you're awesome and pay attention to how you talk to yourself. Uh, and just, you know, go, go easy on yourself. Okay. You're doing great. Everything is okay. You're killing it. Yeah. And like going off of what you just said, like, I feel like positive affirmations for me have been most helpful if they're relevant and realistic. So I'm not just going to be like, if I'm feeling so, like insecure about how I look one day, I'm not just going to look at myself and be like, you are so beautiful. You're the most beautiful girl. No, like that's not going to help me personally. It might help somebody yeah. else. But how I think of it is like, if I'm feeling discouraged, like, I don't know, today, for example, <laughs> Right before the podcast. Literally, we were struggling. I, put, I put like four different shirts on and I'm like, what is wrong with how I look today? Like, I I guess I'm just going to be ugly on the podcast. <laughs> but you are not ugly, honey. Well, I know. But what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is like something realistic for me in that moment was like, OK, I'm not feeling like the most outwardly attractive that I've felt in my life before I'm, you know I don't I it's okay that I don't feel like super cute right now but I know that I felt this before and it doesn't last forever mm -hmm. so just tell yourself something realistic that will help you because I think it's like individual to the person yeah and also positive affirmations not only help with like self-confidence but I've used positive affirmations a lot when it comes to like trying to like calm myself if I'm feeling anxious about something and this one I actually back to the driving thing I used to use this so mm. in addition to like taking big deep breaths you will j just say like 
I am safe. I am okay. I'm not in danger. This is not a threat to me. And then if you're like about to do something that's out of your comfort zone, saying something like, I am capable. I am enough. Yeah. You know, things like that. Like, I do think that there, that is super helpful. Oh yeah. As well. Totally beneficial. Yeah. Or if you're having a bad feeling one day, just notice the feeling like, like, man, I'm not, I'm really not feeling the best today, but it's okay because I've had days where I don't feel the best and I get through them and I have happier times ahead. Yep. I feel like that's like, you know, just like different examples of like positive affirmations that you can use that I think are actually helpful. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like people just think about like the cheesy, like not specific ones, like super broad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. (laughs) You just got to say that three times in the mirror. I wish. And then boom, it happens. Yeah. There is a trend on TikTok right now and it's like girls saying, I'm so lucky that everything works out for me. And then everyone is like, I've been saying that to myself and then everything's working out. But the thing about positive affirmations, I think it tricks your brain into like reminding yourself to focus on what is going right instead of what's going wrong. Yeah. So I think that that's also a benefit of it, but, um, uh, it's called your, uh, reticular activating system does that sound familiar Hmm. it's like where like for example like if you we've all had the feeling like maybe you know you're looking to buy this new car right and then all of a sudden you're driving around and what do you notice the car you want to buy everywhere oh yeah like you know you're looking into this new chevy malibu then you're driving around and you're going to see chevy malibus everywhere and that's because you're starting to actually focus on it. So now you're seeing it everywhere. Um, and it's not just, they've always been there. You're just, mm-hmm. that's what you're focused on more so. So that's kind of why those affirmations tend to work because you're starting to now focus on the good things and yeah. you're like, oh, wow, it's because I talk to myself. But yeah, the whole manifesting thing is interesting. I'm not really like, I'm not a huge believer of like the secret or anything. <laughs> I'm not, I used to be big into that stuff, but. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I don't, I don't think so. I think the reason that that stuff tends to work out is because the people that are utilizing the secret, they typically are the ones that are actually taking action and like setting goals and attainable things to actually achieve those things. Um, you know, cause you're, the people who are going to be doing that are most likely to be setting themselves up to, to be successful. Yeah, and I mean, the benefit is always an improved mindset. Yeah, which is always great. If you have an improved mindset and a more positive outlook, you're more likely to put yourself in the position to grow, to Mm -hmm. go after what you want, to do whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not not being a secret hater. I think you're a secret (laughs) hater, but... No, no, um, because I've read all the self-help books. You know, I've read Think and Grow Rich. All of them. He's read every single one. Every single one of them. No, not really. But I'm not being a, you know, trying to be a hater or anything. If you're into that stuff, be into it. If it helps you, it helps you. That's great. Yeah. But let's get on to number four. 
I want you to announce this one. Wait, I've announced the last three of them. But I'm doing a good job. Is that why you want me to announce the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four. Fake it until you make it. Yeah. So we've all heard this. Fake it until you make it. Yeah. I feel like when I think about faking it until I make it, I I really think about body language in regards to this. Yeah, because I was going to say, this one can be misconstrued pretty pretty heavily, I think. But yeah, continue on. What I mean is like, if you if you're not feeling confident, I mean, I kind of think about this in like social situations. If you're not feeling confident, if you just, you know, have have confident body language and quote unquote fake it. So outwardly you look like you're confident. I feel like it's going to eventually give you more confidence because the people around you are going to perceive you as confident and yeah. they're going to treat you as such. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of what we're alluding to. Not necessarily like, you know, trying to be something you're not, which is the piece of fake it till you make it that I don't like I don't I don't like when people are trying to be something that they are just not or trying to be someone else or trying to model something that um, just isn't who they are deep down inside because I know that I've for sure done that like I've had mentors in my life and I tried to be more like them like try to be more of an assertive like aggressive type of person Mm. and kind of be more harsh but deep down that's not like who I was personally Right. That's just not how I want. I'm not a very assertive person. I'm very like loving, like, you know, person. I want people to feel comfortable around me. I'm not, I, I'm not a very harsh person, but I was trying to be that because I was trying to, you know, fake it till I make it. And I was trying to model something that I thought I wanted to be like, then I realized that like, Hey, like that's not myself. Yeah. That's but, a really good point. And I didn't even think about that when I was like, when I was writing that down. Yeah. You remember how I used to be. I used to be kind of a little more wound tight, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would say you just like kind of had a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I had a heavy chip on my shoulder, yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. We all like learn and grow. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and actually with the body language, they, they've done a lot of research on this. If you have the chance, you can go watch like the whole TED Talk on it because it's really interesting about... Uh, power poses and stuff like this I've never really tried it before so I don't I don't know it's not something that I do on the regular but um, I remember like the Superman pose putting your hands on your hips Hmm. in a Superman position and puffing your chest out that's a power pose but they say if like you do like a pose like that like sticking your chest out Superman picture that Um, if you're watching on YouTube you can see me doing it right now (laughs) little YouTube plug in there. Mm-hmm. Um, then if you do that, then it, it'll help uh, with your self-confidence. Uh, I don't know the science behind it at all, but there's a whole TED Talk on power poses. If you're an entrepreneur, you put your fingertips together like this. That is an interesting one. Like this one? Why, why put your fingers together like that? I don't know. It just makes you look really cool. Looks like you're building a house. Yeah, makes you look powerful and really cool if you put your fingertips together. Interesting. In kind of like a triangle fashion, if you can imagine that. 
See, look mm-hmm. at how powerful I look right now. You look so powerful. Yeah, I look good. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of scared. I'm really confident, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, power poses. Um, I've heard those work great. So give it a try. Like she I, n- I remember her like mentioning a piece about public speaking. And before, she, you know, she would go out on stage, like, you know, doing Superman like power pose and stuff. And it just kind of helps build that confidence real quick. Interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about on like body language is something that I just saw today. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like that's an epiphany. <laughs> but you appear more confident through eye contact okay oh that's a good point but here's the thing they said it's easier to make eye contact when you're listening it's not as easy to make eye contact when you're talking true so say you're like sitting in a meeting and like okay i'm gonna like get put my two cents in whatever and you kind of like look around the room or maybe look towards people but don't look directly in their eye or look down. Or look down. I don't know who would look down. I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. If you're not feeling super confident about what you're saying, like kind of just like saying it with your head down. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, that would like make everyone that you're talking to think like, uh, like subconsciously be like, okay, whatever they're about to say probably isn't that insightful or whatever, even though it probably is. It's just you don't appear to be as confident about what you're saying. This is something I really want to work on because I noticed that and was like, I make eye contact with everybody I talk to, like in a work setting, like when I'm listening. But when I'm talking, I don't know that I do that. Yeah. And it's probably like subconsciously because I don't feel as confident when I'm like putting, giving my point. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think like good eye contact is important. But also, like, don't be an alien and, like, just dead stare somebody in the eyes <laughs> while you're <laughs> making your point. Like, too much eye contact can, can be very off-putting, you know? Like, if I'm just, like, dead staring at you <laughs> yeah. and I'm making my point, like, I'm not blinking at all or breaking eye contact. It's like, who is this person? Like That's they, impressive, they honestly. Yeah. yeah, so you got to break eye contact a little bit, but uh, definitely a good piece of active listening is making sure you're making good eye contact with them. You're really taking in and being present in the moment of, you know, when they're talking to you. Um, active listening is a really good topic. I think that it is. Yeah. It's something that I think I know, I know I need to work on for sure, but I've gotten a lot better at it through the years, especially working in sales and stuff. You kind of got to learn how to be a good active listener. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people like, could probably work on that including myself yeah so mm. it's tough yeah for sure this is all stuff that we're working on by the way oh also yeah. another confidence thing in the workplace just to kind of appear more to be more confident and if you start i'm kind of working i'm on a personal journey to be more assertive <laughs> yeah and because i do feel i do feel confident but i don't always feel sure of myself in certain situations, I think. Yeah. And so, um, especially in the workplace when we're like getting into our careers, cause we are younger. Oh, we don't know. We're we don't know everything. A like, lot of like, yeah, you know, uh, people older with people more that are a lot further along in their career. So I think it can be tough to have that 
like no matter how confident you are, it can be kind of tough to speak up. Oh yeah. On, on that for sure. A hundred percent. Um, another, what I was trying to mention though was, um, when people send emails, I always say just wanted to, just wanted mm. to, uh, whatever yeah. remind you or whatever, instead of like just assertively, like just getting to the point. Yeah. Just like trying hey. to kind of tiptoe it around there. Yeah. Just checking in, you know, how did, how's it going with this? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then also I always say, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give me validation. Yeah. Like, let me know I'm okay because I'm not so sure of what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I am sure of what I'm saying, but it comes off like you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I literally say that all the yeah. time. Yeah, you do. But and I'm like, yeah, Trine, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I do know what you mean. In- indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Are I you going to go back to indeed as being your word? Indeed is always what I say on here. Indeed. Indeed. Um, okay, number five, since I've been reading all of these and my back's starting to hurt from carrying this podcast so hard. Okay. <laughs> that was a little bit of contempt, wasn't it? A little bit, yeah. I think you're doing great. Thank you. I think you're awesome. I know. <laughs> Anyways, number five is notice when you are comparing yourself. So is a reason... Maybe why we don't feel so confident in ourselves is because we're seeing all these other people do things and we're like, wow, they're so great and they're awesome. And here I am being lazy, unmotivated, don't have an air fryer, you know, and then you start to compare yourself and then that leads to less confidence in yourself. Is that kind of what you're what you're alluding to there? Yeah, because I think that especially like for women, like we're supposed to be good at so many different things and we're supposed to be physically attractive in so many different areas. Like you got a lot of things to compare yourself to like as a woman, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I guess that's just my experience and you can speak on your experience, but like, you know, you you could always have better hair or better eyelashes or better skin or better fat, like style or, you know, have achieved more or more physically fit or a better wife or a better mom or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's just so many standards. pressures. Yeah. There's so many standards and there's just a lot, especially with like social media of things that you, you could like find yourself like even subconsciously like comparing yourself to like other people's highlight reels online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me, like, I feel like I do this subconsciously and I don't even know it. And it's mostly like people that I don't know online. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, I get inspiration from them. And I do. But sometimes if it's like a low self-confidence day and I'm just like seeing these like perfect women just do to do on my TikTok. And I'm like low key. I'm like comparing myself to them, but I, I'm not like consciously doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder... Why I feel like crap when I get off that app. Yeah. And it's like, oh, because you were comparing yourself. And then on TikTok, you know, all these people have like the cutest clothes and the cutest uh, home decor. Like, yeah. So I just my like this tip is all about just like noticing when you're doing that and just like stopping yourself from that or 
walking away if it's like social media like it is for a lot of people like it is for me like walking away from that and reminding yourself like just to be grateful for what you do have and remind yourself that you are beautiful there are things that you love about your physical appearance and about your value system and things that you've succeeded in in your life like there's so many things that can be overlooked when we're caught up in this like comparison yeah and I think the reason it you know that bothers us so much and uh you know they they've noticed this trend that you know as soon as social media kind of blew up they noticed that you know mental health has started to decline because we all naturally compare ourselves to other people i think it's just a piece of being a human being and then social media amplifies that because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're literally you know seeing everybody's like you said like their highlight reel um but i think it's just human nature but it all stems from the fact of like am i enough mm-hmm. like you know yeah kind of all kind of goes back to that one thing like i'm not enough yeah and i feel like as you do challenge yourself and as you speak kindly to yourself and as you do all these things to build your self-confidence i feel like it kind of like safeguards you from comparing because if you think about it like i i feel like i've come such a long way and like my self-confidence journey and journey journey. my self-confidence journey yeah throw journey behind anything she's also on a creatine journey i am on a creatine journey (laughs) we'll talk about that in the fitness cast yeah but anyways i feel like when you do when you start to like apply these other things into your life and you start to build more self-confidence you're less likely to be susceptible to comparing yourself yeah you know what i mean oh yeah crap i said it you know what i mean you know what i mean do you need some validation right now yes i thought that was a great point thank you but yeah so just be careful when comparing yourself to you know and it, of course it's always good to you can look up to somebody and aspire and be motivated And that kind of thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But of course, just don't let it be a negative thing. Uh, Number six. Pay attention to what makes you feel confident. Ooh. And -hmm. the biggest thing for me, I think this is a good tangible tip for all my fellows out there. Uh, But of course, it can also apply to the ladies, which (laughs) is, you know, start to work on upgrading your wardrobe. So this is a a big self-confidence booster, I feel like, because when you look good, then I think personally that it makes you feel good. At least in my experience, that's how it is. Like if I'm wearing a nice, I got a nice suit on, uh, I feel real confident in myself. It helps, uh, especially if I do, like I remember in college, like when I would have to like do a presentation that day, like I would always kind of dress up a little bit better or, or wear a suit or something along those lines, just because it kind of just made me feel good about myself so I think you know look good feel good and I know that with your golf game you're trying to work on that golf game you gotta up your golf style you know it's a fact yeah you gotta yeah scientific fact if you look good you're gonna golf good that's what I feel like um so that's why you know I got Trine just got me this nice new golf bag it looks great and I got some new golf pants, some nice polos, but 
I still don't golf good. So I don't, I don't know that it really helps, but I think you're, you know, you're halfway there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're getting there, you know? Yeah. So I think that that was a really good point. Like you feel like if you are dressed nicely and you like your outfit, then you feel better. You feel more confident. Yeah. I would a hundred percent agree. I, I, that is my experience too. And I don't want it to come off as like shallow, but like you really do. Like if you like for some people, if they like do their makeup, they feel a lot more self-confident. Oh yeah. And there is nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Do your makeup, do your hair. Some people, you know, get work done or get extensions or literally whatever. If it makes you feel better about yourself, then you should do that because life is too short to not, not feel confident by yourself. Yeah, for sure. I think wardrobe just has like a, a huge impact on self-confidence. 100%. I would say, I know it Um, did mine before this podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't help (laughs) for sure. But you know, like just, and I think it's just how you represent yourself too, like to other people, you know, when you know you show up and you're really nicely dressed you're feeling good like people are probably gonna be like wow like that looks like a very like confident human being over there you know even if you're not it's like you can at least look the part kind of like with my golfing like I can't golf but I can look the part yeah (laughs) Yeah. like I show up and like if I just like walked in they'd be like dang like I bet that guy can golf and then I would disappoint them very heavily yeah yeah And this isn't also like, this isn't about like expensive clothes at all. It's just about something that makes you feel confident. That's comfortable. I know for me, comfort is a huge thing (laughs) that goes into my self-confidence because if I'm in something that is like way just out of my style and I'm like trying to like hop on a trend or like it's something that I just don't feel really comfortable in even if it's like nicer, quote unquote nicer, it's not going to make me feel more confident. Like I honestly feel most confident in like athletic wear or athleisure. If you wear, if, if, if you wear, if you wear, if you will, like that is a hundred percent what I feel the most confident in. And then like, I like work clothes. I like little trousers Mm -hmm. And just like work stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel pretty confident in that too. But I don't know. It just like depends on who you are. But I, I just wanted to make the point that it's totally not about like how nice your clothes are or anything yeah. like that. It's like what what's your style? Like what feels good and looks good to you? And like what's in your means too? Like it just kind of differs for everybody. Yeah. You don't have to go out and buy some Gucci or Versace or anything like that. That's not what we're saying. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be American Eagle because that's getting expensive these days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is American Eagle even no, still like relevant? Uh, no, not really. What's a relevant? It's kind of like, um, and like not to offend anybody because I wear American Eagle too, like a lot because oh I jeans. love their Henleys and their jeans and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's kind of looked at honestly as like a almost like a middle school brand for for boys i think it's kind of like our generation though yeah because it might be different now yeah but i i like their henleys and their jeans and stuff um but yeah if uh especially for for my this is now an american eagle hate (laughs) podcast (laughs) 
No, I wear I wear a lot of my clothes are American. Literally, all my jeans are American. Um, they it's make fine. great jeans. Everything's They're great. fine. They fit right. Um, all my short guys out there. Okay, listen, you got to get tapered jeans, which means like it kind of gets skinnier to the ankle. That's just a little fashion tip for you because we're short, and it kind of gives us an appearance of being a little bit um, taller, actually. Um, when we taper, when you taper your jeans, uh, if you're wearing like real baggy, like boot cut jeans for us short guys, it's hard to make that work, man. Hmm. Little tip. So just a little, little tip for you. For an yeah. average height man. Yep. Because every that's time. That's what I am. Every time I call Chase my short king, he says I'm average height. Yeah, I'm average height. <laughs> he doesn't like the short king. Thing. Yeah, I don't, I'm not big on, on that, but you know, I'm average height. Okay. Five, seven and a half. Let's go. I'm I'm also five seven and a half. Yeah, we are the same height. So anybody watching on YouTube that doesn't know us, we are both five seven and a half. We're both five seven and a half. Fun fact: I'm a little bit taller though, just by a tad bit. Just I usually wear it. platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, if you and um, another good one that I used to watch all the time. If you watch Alpha M on YouTube, uh, for men out there, he has like really good tips on like how to dress well as a man and uh just gives lots of good fashion advice for men but um I th- he's helped me out a lot with trying to upgrade as you can tell if you're watching us on youtube i mean i got got this slick fashion going on today with mm-hmm. backwards hat <laughs> the reason why i've been wearing so many hats lately just in case you guys are curious if you've seen it in the clips and stuff uh i need a haircut really bad hmm so I've been having to hide that because I am just throwing out right now with my hair. Chase's hair is thick and it gets kind of like wavy or curly. It's yeah, so cute. It gets, it froze out kind of big time. So uh, I've been having to wear a hat because I don't feel like messing with it. You know, it's cute though. I love it. Thanks. Appreciate it. But anyways, that is tip number six. Um, pay attention to what makes you feel confident. Like I like watches. Watches make me feel confident. So that's why I wear them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And Trine got me this watch. Thanks. You're welcome. It's my wedding watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I think that is it for our tips. And you want to go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up for the evening, Trine? Yes, I do. Um, but before we go, yeah, we need to challenge our audience. Oh, we need to challenge. What was last week's challenge? Oh, it was to take inventory of what is causing you stress in your life and what current like coping strategies that you have that help. Yeah. Um, or things that you want to try out to help manage that stress. So today, I want to make a new challenge. New challenge. Okay. And the challenge is... What is it, girl? To do something this week that is out of your comfort zone in some way. Ooh, yeah. I love that. You got this. We have faith in you. And I'll have to think of something that's out of my comfort zone. A lot mm-hmm. of things, <laughs> let me tell you. We're going to go but skydiving this week. I will. N- that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that's unsafe for me. <laughs> we're going to go skydiving. That's what we're doing. That is we'll unsafe. keep you posted. <laughs> Okay, out of your comfort zone literally does not have to be that extreme. Yeah. But, yeah, do something that you feel is out of your comfort zone, and I'm going to try to, and then we will report back. 
Yeah. You got this. We have so much faith in you. You're awesome. You are enough. Thank you for, for listening in to this week's episode. We appreciate you all so, so, so much. Um, and big news is, is we're about to uh, cross the 500 downloads mark. In about eight episodes. So thank you all so much. Um, I thought we would have five listens. And um, we're starting to catch the momentum. And that's thanks to you guys. So we can't say enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Have a great week. And peace out. Yep. Don't forget to like and rate the podcast if you would. And, you know, if you found this helpful, please share it with a friend. And peace. And we'll see you. Bye.